Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Old Dog Jiu-Jitsu Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Joe, and we are coming at you with episode 10. Um, at this episode, we really kind of focus in on some of the Q&A that I've been receiving uh, via the email and the website over the last several months. Um, thanks for all of your questions. We've had questions ranging from uh, morning routines to supplement advice to training advice and to obviously a lot of medical questions and most people are pretty uh, cognizant that I can't give you know medical advice via email without you actually being a patient but there's no doubt I can give you some direction on where to take things in either case we've taken a few of these uh, questions most of them I answer as quickly as I can through the email and never really have brought them up on the podcast but we thought this would be a good venue to pick a few and, and talk about them because they seem to be either kind of funny questions or questions that um, a lot of us are dealing with and as teachers used to say in elementary school if you have a question it's probably the same question a lot of people have in the class and I think that's uh, essentially true. So this week we field a few of those. So thank you for all of those emails. And again, if you have any questions, uh, comments, things that you'd like us to address on the show, that that those get directed to olddogbjj at gmail.com. Again, that's olddogbjj at gmail.com. And this week, of course, we are brought to you by the Tennessee Hemp Pharmacy, uh, changing lives one customer at a time. They are bringing premium quality hemp products at affordable prices. Uh, I encourage you to go to their website, see what they have to offer. Um, I, I, you won't be disappointed. Their their website is tennesseepharmacy.com. That's T-N-H-E-M-P-F-A-R-M-A-C-Y.com. That's Tennessee Hemp Pharmacy. Com. Um, we're also brought to you this week by Revital Health Clinics. Uh, Revital Health and Wellness Clinics, um, you, they are the premier men's and women's health clinic focused on creating health and preventing disease through the optimization of bioidentical hormones. Um, Brandon uh, Sweat, the owner and operator, also improves on lifestyle changes, diet, and exercise. Uh, get a hold of Brandon you know, it'll change your life. He'll put you in the right direction and he can be found at revitalhealthclinics.com. That's revital, R-E-V-I-T-A-L, health clinics, H-E-A-L-T-H-C-L-I-N-I-C-S.com. Just how it sounds, revitalhealthclinics.com. And uh, he will take care of you. And of course, if you have any questions, don't be afraid to email me and ask me and we can get you a pointing in the right direction with Brandon and uh, help optimize your life. So like we said this week, uh, Coach Anthony and I sit down, we address some questions and uh, I think it was a fun podcast. I hope you guys enjoy it and uh, stay tuned. We're coming at you in one second. Some shit. <laughs> hey guys, welcome to the Dog Jiu-Jitsu Podcast. Uh, Coach Anthony and I just talking about our our wonderful setup we have here yeah. and potential other spots. But right, uh, yeah. thank you for joining us for episode nine, ten. I think ten, maybe. I, I don't know. We're we're, we're getting there. Um, our last episode we had uh, Professor ten. Reggie on, and this 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 week we're gonna just do some Q and A. Yeah, just uh, answering some yeah. some fun fan uh, questions. I mean, we do have we do have um, UFC coming up. Saturday. We the do. problem is this probably won't be up till Monday night. I found that Monday night's the best time to upload. 
because it seems to get the best response from everybody. We, we kind of avoid your weekend. Yeah. And it seems that the initial downloads are a lot higher on Monday. So you guys can always go back and see about our predictions and things that we talked about in regards to the fights. And we'll, we'll just touch on them briefly. We've got, well, we got, we got fight to win tonight, but like we said, yeah, I can't, can't don't really, really know a whole lot of people. But <laughs> yeah. It's like Keenan's fighting on that one. Yeah. But, um, other than that, uh, the main card, uh, of course, Stipe Miocic. How do you say Miocic? Miocic. 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 Okay, that guy uh, from Ohio versus Daniel Cormier. Uh, what's your pick on this one? Uh, man, both great fighters. This is DC's last fight, supposedly. Uh, if you ask Dana White, he says that it's not. But uh, DC seems it to needs to be his last fight. It needs to be. It needs to be. DC's a monster, man. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's yeah. He just yeah. ran through everybody. I mean, yep. other than John Jones. And then Stipe, you know, uh, uh, getting caught. He got fight. caught. Yeah, he got caught yeah. with him, um, which he was winning that fight, man. Yeah, he was winning that fight. Anyway, long story short, uh, I, I put my money on DC. If I had to, had to go with somebody, um, I hope he wins and he can go out on top and he can just retire and not worry about it. Um, but the fun fact about that is, say DC wins uh, Saturday, goes out on top, belts up for grabs. Then you've got Stipe versus Francis Ngannou. Yeah, Stipe's already beat him once. Right. So it's a it's a win win situation for, uh, or rather a no lose situation for Stipe. He right. loses the belt Saturday, and he turns right back around and beats uh, Francis, and you know gets it back. Yeah. Not yeah. to say Francis can't beat him. Right. Right. You know. If he stays healthy too, and the one other thing I I would say when when you're when you're marketing fights, maybe not for who's truly number one. But for fan draw, yeah, you can't forget about Derek Lewis. Oh, dude, I love Derek Lewis. My balls are hot. Like that guy. That's my. Favorite. I, I, I might be the best blue belt in Texas. Maybe the world. Did you see that? <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Did you His hear that? I just got a strike. Gold, man. Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine him in a gi? Yeah. Oh, dude, he's a monster. So if I was the IBJJF, yeah. After hearing that, I would pay for him to show up at a tournament. I'd yeah. say, hey, listen, here's the deal. We got um, tournament coming up. We got your airfare. We got this. Come on. What yeah. a draw that would be. Oh, it would be massive. Absolutely be massive. Huge. Yeah, dude. That, that would be great. World no see. geese? Yeah. Pay his way. Oh, my God. It would have to be a big tournament. It couldn't be an open tournament. Sure. Yeah. But yeah, um, yeah you get him there. That would be freaking awesome. Yeah, that'd be He's fantastic. just funny, man. I love watching his Did interviews. Did he do prison time? I don't know. I have no idea. I don't he know doesn't that seem, much about He him. seems too like level-headed. Yeah, he does, for sure. I mean, I'd be eating too much Popeye. I was gonna say it's that Popeye sponsorship, <laughs> man. That's what it is. Popeye's keeps it going. That's what he's pushing for, man. Yeah, but I would love to watch him fight for the. Top. So, so what I'm what I'm saying is, I you know, let's say Stipe loses. I I I agree with you from a um from a ranking standpoint. That's what should happen. Oh, Dana's already said it's Francis. Oh, he, oh, he, he did. He said Francis is next in line. Like, yeah, but will it be Francis and Stipe, or would it be Francis? He said and... Stipe is one of the. Oh shit! Uh, they would never do Francis and, and Derek Lewis again. No, not unless they got forced to. No, yeah, I mean that's that goes back to the whole like two gorillas like smashing each other in the face. I mean it's a very quick fight, and it shows you that even big, huge, giant monsters can be intimidated. Yeah, for real, because they they intimidated each other. Yeah, I mean that's what why it came down you to. Be? Like fucking scary, <laughs> if you have bro! A brain in your head, and you see either one of those fists flying at you, you got to be a little scared. You gotta you gotta be scared to respect it, right? Right. I mean, at the end of the day, if you don't respect it, if there's no fear, there's no respect, you're just an idiot. Like you're just looking for brain damage. Oh, man. But 
I'd, I'd, yeah, I'd still, I'd pay to watch it. Yeah, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> For a title, too, because yeah. it's just that much of a juicier, like, yep. you know, you want it more. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to DC taking home the belt and then uh, hopefully Stipe hopping back in there for yeah. another shot at it. I, I love Stipe. I think he's a great fighter. Every time I ever said Daniel was going to lose, he never did. I wasn't so. a fan of him to begin with. <laughs> no, nobody I really was. did not like nobody him. Nobody liked his tubby force, ass. No. I was like, stop picking Josh Barnett up and dumping him on his head. Josh, <laughs> kick his ass. And then, you know, it just didn't work out. So um, next fight down the list, we got... Uh, uh, Sugar Sean. Yeah, Sean O'Malley versus Marlon Vera. So um, we got a, a fan favorite in both both sides yeah, there. Yeah. Um, so that's going to be a good fight. What's your pick on that one? Uh, I'm going to go with uh, with Sugar Sean. Yeah. Um, you know he's on a tear. He's healthy right now. Um, he says it's uh, Sugar Sean 2.0. Um, <laughs> you know he believes, and this is this is a reason I like Sean O'Malley, um, and it's kind of the same reason for like Connor. Uh, dude just believes in himself so much. Yeah. It's hard to deny people like that. And he has a personality. He's good for the sport. Of course. Yeah. yeah. He's and, definitely and, marketable. Yeah. Yeah. And that's know. what we need right now. We're, we, we are still, you know, I don't know. It's not the dark ages, right? No. We're not in the dark, dark ages, ages, but we might be in the Victorian era. Yeah. For which sure. kind of sucked. Yeah. So we, we need to get out of that. Yeah. We, we need star we, power. Yeah, like Because, I mean, there's Connors. He's kind of there, but he's not what he used to be. Right. John. John's just sitting out for money. You know, John said, like, I'll... Can he even fight? I don't even know what his status is right now. I think he can fight. I think. I may, um, I may be missing something right now off the top of my head, but I'm pretty sure he's I eligible. I thought he was in trouble again. I think he just sat out because he... Over money. Okay. I think Dana said stop being a Possibly. baby. And he's like, all right, if you don't want to pay me, I'll just chill. Yeah. I mean, he's got the money. He doesn't yeah. need to. Yeah. Uh, and then um, you got uh, Jones, Connor, Rhonda's gone. You know, that was their big female star power. Sure, sure. Um, Johanna was, you know, she was pulling numbers there for a minute, and then minute. she got she got beat. Paige and, was a was a draw. Now she's bare knuckle boxing. Bare knuckle. Yeah. I don't know if that's the right move for her. I thought she was going to be an announcer when she said she signed something. Yeah. I, same thing, man. <laughs> I, I thought too. It's like your face. Well, good is, for her, man. You know, I mean, whatever, whatever she wants to do up. to so, to get out there. Yeah, that's hey, great. More power to you. But uh, but yeah, so they need star power. I mean, back to what we were talking about, Sean. Yeah. Sean can be that one of those guys. Um, he believes that his striking's the best. That's what he said in, a, in, a, in, in an interview. Wow, can't talk, and we have a podcast. Um, yeah, so he said he believes he has the best striking. Uh, if he didn't say division, he said UFC. I don't remember which one, but he has that confidence and he has yeah. that 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 draw. So yeah. I'm looking forward to to seeing him grow. Yeah, is you know there, there's a there's a magic formula when it comes to drawing people to watch a fight. Yeah, and it's. Two, you have to have at least two of three things. Have you heard this before? Maybe. Don't so me. you either have to be a masterful technician. Mm -hmm. um, that's one. Yep. Next one is violence. Right. Yeah. You have to be violent. You have to be have some degree of just. Yeah. And that that at the time I I heard this was when uh, Houston. That was his last name. I can't remember this first name. Um, he was just a violent knockout artist. Um, not Apollo. It was years uh, ago, years ago. He was from Ohio. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, or you have to have drama. Yeah. Drama, violence, technician. Yeah. You got to have two of the three. Sure. Very few people have all three. Right. Even George St. Pierre. Right. Violence is not his thing. Well, drama really wasn't either, right? Yeah, I mean, that, that's what but he was saying. impactful, but he technician, yeah. right? Yeah. Just, I mean, that's Connor, the thing. He was technician first and foremost. Yeah. And I think that's what makes Connor so so popular he's got all three yeah he's technically sound mm -hmm. he's he has a violent knockout and you know it doesn't have to be knockouts it could be with submissions yeah sure um and he brings the drama yeah so if you have all three of those you're a star yeah without a doubt um but most people don't have all three of those no some people are just really good fight like damian yeah. maya 
perfect example. Yeah. Dude technician. doesn't sell tickets, but That's he it. is a masterful technician. That's it. But he doesn't do the drama. He's not violent. His goal, he, not to he hurt said you. is, I don't want to hurt you, and I don't want you to hurt me. I just want to get in there and get out. And it's like, what? why are you in this? You know, why are you in the UFC? To show how like, beautiful jiu-jitsu is. And, which is why I love Damian Mai. He's, yeah. he's a master yeah, technician. Yeah, awesome, man. Awesome. But that's not your average fan. Is not right, right. That. Exactly. And and that's, unfortunately, that's who you're marketing to when you want to become mainstream. Yeah. Is your sure. average fan. Yeah. And they need two of those three elements. Um, heavyweight bout, Junior Dos Santos against some guy. I can't pronounce Rose, his name, Rose but I've seen him fight. And he's he's violent. He, he's very violent. <laughs> and... Thank God for fighting. He'd yeah. be in prison. Um, <laughs> so what do you think on this one? I, I have to go with Rosenstruck. Yeah. Uh, JDS uh, is... He's done, man. He's past his prime. Yeah, I, think I hate that, to say it. I like him. Nice personality. Yeah, of course. Yeah, he seems like a super cool guy to hang out with. Awesome guy. Probably an awesome guy to train with. Yeah, for sure. I would, if he was in town, I would not have yeah. a chance to, to get But him. I don't know That's if cool. he's there anymore but i guess we get an opportunity to see it you know we'll see see what happens and who knows maybe i just think that fight with with, will come through maybe but i think that that second fight with kane Mm -hmm. just changed him it's kind of like um the fight with uh if you go back to boxing there's a muhammad ali's first fight with uh uh, joe frazier Uh yeah it was the first million it wasn't the first gated million dollar fight but it was the first fight where the participants made a million dollars. The yeah. fighters made a million gotcha. dollars. Okay. They had had million dollar gates before that. Sure. Um, and I believe it was the first one that was televised where everybody could just watch it. You could just sit down, watch it on TV, CBS. Okay. I don't remember exactly what, it, what what network it was on. It was either CBS, NBC, or ABC because it was all it was around back then. Yeah. And uh, But Joe Frazier was never the same. Even though he won that fight. Right. Yeah. He was never the same fighter after that fight. Gotcha. Um, it just it wrecked him, and I think that's kind of what happened with um, with uh, JDS with yeah. the second fight with Kane. What was that? Uh, was that Mark Hunt that he did that spinning back kick? Was that? Uh, he did a hook kick and knocked somebody out with, and I was that. Well, Mark he didn't Hunt? knock him out. I don't oh. think it was just it was one of those like, oh, you added something new to the toolbox. Okay, can't remember. I'm just, I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, I have to like look that video. That's what's popping in my head right yeah. now. I'm trying to remember. I remember him fight. throwing a spinning hook kick and tagging somebody, but I, I couldn't. Think it was Mark Hunt. Okay, I'm pretty sure. I want to go watch the fight again. But anyway, the rest of them from the main card, I'm not as familiar with. Uh, I feel like I've seen Daniel Pineda fight. Uh, he's Another fighting name. Herbert Burns. Yeah. Um, I couldn't tell you anything about either one of those guys. Oh, we we got some interesting. At least the the last three fights, the main and co-main event should be fun. Well, that uh, that bantamweight fight, you can't can't uh, count out John Dodson. Oh shoot! I yeah. didn't see he was on there. Yeah, yeah he hasn't so fought in a while. I do not know. Um. I don't know. Can't Bobby, say that name either. Shavid. I bet I you he's from the Eastern Bloc. I would put money on it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but Dodson, man, he's an exciting fighter. I loved watching him fight uh, Demetrius Johnson. You know. Oh yeah, uh, those, those are awesome are fights. Fantastic fights. Yeah. And uh, John Dodson, you know, he's excited now. He's got a new fire under him because you know Mighty Mouse isn't there anymore. Yeah. yeah. So you know he feels like he could be the guy to come in there and. Take if he that. didn't miss his window, you know that fighter's window, yeah. he might be past it. Who for knows? sure. Very very possible. It might have been Mighty Mouse was just at the right place at the right time or the wrong place at the wrong time for John. Dodson. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's what we got at USC this week. And again, we're probably going to go ahead and crank this out Monday evening. So those will probably be over with. So I hope we didn't bore you too much with that. Um, so as you guys know, um, Old Dog BJJ, we have our website. And through that, we have our email address. That's olddogbjj at gmail.com. And um, over the last, I don't know, six months, I don't want to say longer than that, yeah. I've been receiving emails. I just answer. I just write back to the people and 
and they they range everything everywhere from just training questions mainly mainly focusing on medical questions and and, it, and it's very rare that somebody doesn't lead the email with i know that you can't give medical advice yeah and that's that's true i can't give you i can't through a question give you medical advice i just can't do that i can tell you follow up with your doctor these are the recommendations but i have to make it clear that this isn't you're not my patient yeah and so this is not medical advice this is just education and information for you to, to make a decision. Um, and I've gotten so many of them coming some, from so many various places. I thought, why don't we just do a, a Q&A on these? Yeah. And so we picked out just a few. I think a couple, maybe one of them is medically based. Maybe two. I think two. I think two, two of them two, are kind um, of medically based. Yeah. Um, and the other ones are just kind of out there. So why don't, why don't we shoot, Coach? Why don't you, All right. So let's see first we'll, we'll throw the first one out. Um so let's see here. Hey, Dr. Joe, I am a 49-year-old uh, that just started Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, been training for just under a year, but find that I have to frequently miss class due to my back. Do you have any suggestions on how to keep my back healthier? I've gone to my doctor, and they've prescribed anti-inflammatories and muscle relaxers, but they, ha- they have been of no help. Uh, they've suggested pain medication, but I'd like to avoid it at all costs. I also have thought about chiropractic medicine, but have not taken that step. Okay. So So this is a hard one because there's so many things that lead into this, like the type of back pain that you're having and what symptoms are you having? Are you having radiating pain? Is it localized to the back? God forbid, are you having bladder or bowel loss? So there's these uh, important questions that we have to ask that seem kind of ridiculous, but... uh, if you answer yes to a lot of them, it makes it an emergent issue and you need to see a neurosurgeon promptly. So let's make some assumptions off of this. And I did answer this person actually back. We had a back and forth, um, in regards to his issues, but let's just say this is just your typical kind of back pain with no, no worrisome signs such as radiating down the leg, loss of bladder or bowel, loss of sensation or weakness. Right. It's just an aching back pain that you find that you roll, your back's hurting, you can't move the next day, and then it leads into two days and you have to miss class. Do you suffer from this at all? You don't seem to complain about your back a whole lot. So when we started here in Spring Hill, I don't know if you remember back then, um, I was asking you about like right in the the uh, bottom oh. of my back, it's like the co- coccyx area. You said it was something different. It's not. Yes, I do area. remember that. Yeah. I had this like, and I still get it sometimes if I'm playing, because you know, I play a lot of butterfly guard. Um, if I don't really stretch out properly, right. and if I miss some time off the mats, um, it gets really weak okay. and I'll get, um, and I haven't had it in a while, thankfully, but, uh, it's a real sharp pinching pain. Yeah. Um, but you know, I, I'd messed my knee up a couple of years ago and I had some physical therapy and there's some things I did that I found out where I have some basically muscle fatigue that I, you don't engage certain muscles mm-hmm, as often. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, long story short, you know, the physical therapy helped with those things. And once I went back to those same movements and those uh, strengthening exercises, that's helped out. Okay. So Yeah. Yeah, that's a little lower than I think what I'm assuming from our, our back and forth. Right. Um, this seems like just your the lower back pain that most people suffer from. And yeah. if you have a desk job of any kind, um, if you're in school or if you find that you, you spend the majority of your day sitting down, I, I don't, I do not. I do not believe that we are meant to sit in chairs. No. I think the chair is the work of the devil. Yeah. The chair was a way to keep us above the animals and to keep our food away from them. And it was a flawed design. Sure. And has done nothing but wreck backs over millennia. 
Right back to Lucas Lazy. <laughs> because you're putting pressure in areas that you really shouldn't be putting pressure in, and you're stacking and you're bending in a certain way that you're not supposed to bend. In any case, you can debate about that back and forth. Sure. But so I think that's the, the that's the key problem. A, people are sitting down too much. B, you're probably not sleeping very well. C, yeah, jujitsu can be hard on your lower back, especially if you're not doing ancillary training to strengthen your core. Right. Um, and I think that all leads into it. So, but that's fan and dandy. What if you have the back pain? What do you do? You're missing class. First thing I would say is don't miss class. Yep. If your back is hurting and there's a difference between being hurt and injured and only you can determine that if you're hurting, you probably will benefit more from movement than you will being sedentary. I agree. And I, I, you know, I get in this argument about my wife. She sees me limping around. She's like, Oh, you're back. And I'm like, yep, going to class. And she's like, you're fucking crazy. And I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm, because if I move, it's going to feel better. For sure. Now, is there a chance I'll get injured? Is there a chance I'll engage the muscles? To Yeah, there's that chance. But there's a higher chance that I sit on my fat ass and eat a bag of Doritos while I'm watching YouTube, uh, Netflix. Right. My back is really going to be hurting the next day. Yeah. So better to move. Uh, I'll add in there real quick. Just like if you're going to be smart about it, let your training partners know. Yes. Like, if you're yes. going to train, I just, I'm going to tell you, hey, coach, I'm hurting. Yeah. Let's avoid this. If you see me went in pain, this is why. Like, I might have to step off, but don't stop. Yeah, yeah. And I, and, and I think you just need to – and I know it's hard for you guys when you first start training. You don't know all your partners, and you don't want to seem like um, oh, that you're always injured or always making excuses. Unfortunately, you kind of have to pave your way at the gym that you're at, the academy you're at with your partners, and yeah. just, you know, hey, what's hurting you? This is – and we're not we're not training for the 2020 World Championships, which aren't going to be held anyways. Sure. <laughs> so, you know, you just you, – you train to work you, – you train to get a good sweat and yeah. to work on your technique. Um, but that's a whole other thing. So let's say you do all that, but you're still having pain. What are the things that you can do? Now, yes, long-term anti-inflammatories are not an answer. Um, there are a lot of side effects with them. And we can go on for a long time in regards to how a little Motrin leads to the need for Motrin, which leads needs leads to the need for chronic Motrin. Right. And you can fall into that that uh, that spiral. Um, do you take it when you occasionally need it? I don't think there's any harm in occasionally taking some naproxen or Motrin, sure. something along those lines. I mean, that's just that, that's not medical advice. That's just common sense. But I would certainly avoid running into that as a habit right um some non-prescription medication or supplements that you can take turmeric um we've talked about this before making sure that you either take it with food or you take one that's infused with uh or which is made with um black pepper to help with the absorption and of course i always have to talk about my favorite supplement cbd oil topical or oils um, I will warn you that I just got um, an email from a friend of mine. Um, I'm not going to mention his name. Uh, he listens to the podcast regularly. He unfortunately works in construction and had to do, well, he, he does something within construction. There's a major contract right now, and he pissed positive for THC. Mm. And he does not smoke. And I totally believe the guy that he doesn't smoke, sure. but he does do a tincture. He does take the um, the full spectrum, right. which shouldn't have THC in it. Right. The broad spectrum. Wait, I got the, yeah. The broad spectrum typically can. The full spectrum shouldn't. And I might have that backwards. But anyways, the bottom line is he pissed positive for THC. Yeah. So you have to take that in consideration if you're on some type of job um, where that can be an issue. Yeah. But if that is an issue, the topicals work well. Um, Biofreeze is fantastic. Massages are great. And if you can find a good chiropractor and and I say that just like if you can find a good doctor, that could be an option too. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of quack doctors. There's a lot of quack chiropractors. There's people that are born with the gift of healing. 
And if you can find somebody like that, whether they be a massage therapist, whether they be a chiropractor, whether they be a DO, um, then you have your, you have the answer there, Yeah. but it takes a lot of searching. Um, I'm not against anything like acupressure or acupuncture. I think that when you have a bad back and this is your lifestyle, you got to search and you got to search hard for those remedies. Yeah. I also do recommend that you either do an ice bath or application of ice after your workouts and on your days off, if your back is really a problem, address it. That means you stretch. That means you work on your core. I find that a lot of people say, oh yeah, my back hurts, but they're not willing to do anything to lose the extra weight. And they're not willing to do anything to do core work on their days off. Right. So how much is it really hurting you? Yeah. But if you have to take time off, you have to take time off, go to the, go to the academy, still hang out, watch class, explain to the professor what's going on, but be engaged with your brothers, brothers and sisters. Brothers and sisters. Yeah. I mean, you you have anything to add to that? So I would just say, you know, uh, to, to add on to, to what I just said a minute ago, you know, um, in this sport, like honesty is a big thing, right? A lot of people don't, you don't talk about it, don't think about it, but you have to be honest with yourself. You have to be honest with your training partners and your professor. Um, you know, if you're, if you're injured or whatever, just tell people, yeah. just say, Hey, this is what's going on. You know, if you have somebody in your gym, cause I, I know that that's been an issue before with some places is, Oh, I, my wrist hurts, you know, don't wrist lock me. And then it's like, Oh, well you got that one guy in the gym that like, oh, I'm going to wrist lock you. That's a separate issue. Yeah. You know, you should be able to talk to your partners, trust your partners, be honest about that. And then two, with all those things you just mentioned, you know, like the biofreeze, I've used that quite a bit myself. I should have taken out stock in that company oh my God, so long Seriously, ago. man, that stuff's so good. Um, you know, if you can do the CBD or chiropractor, do your research. You know, like you said, there's some quacks. Not every chiropractor is good. Um, if you watch the, uh, you know, YouTube videos of the people like doing those crazy. Have you seen those? Have you oh, watched yeah. Them? yeah. Yeah. It's like. So yeah. that stuff's really, really damaging. And, we, and we, we can get into the difference between how DOs adjust people versus chiropractors adjust people. But, oh, sure. That's a whole You know, the high velocity hole. that you are seeing in, in, in those videos is, yeah. is crazy. But the point is, do your research. Yeah. You know, um, just talk to people that have been to these places and, you know, how, how has it really helped you or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Whatever you choose to do. Yeah. And then you know, with the CBD thing you really have to do your research there oh, because yeah. we're not and, advanced and enough in that field to No, and there's there's so much literature out there that conflicts with one another. There's yes. plenty of literature saying it works. Sure. I, I use it. I yeah. don't know how much of it's placebo and how much it really works for me. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, my morning routine used to be to wake up, lift, get a really hard workout in, and I found throughout time that doesn't work for me and I have just more problems. So my morning workout and typically is surrounded around flexibility in my lower back. Yeah. So I get up, I stretch lightly, I hang, Mm -hmm. I make sure that I go to my pull-up bar, I do a certain amount of hanging, usually I do about three reps for anywhere from 10 to 20 seconds where I'm just hanging, something very simple. Um, I do work on my my back arch with my my Swiss ball, Mm -hmm. and I have an inversion table, and I will warn you, inversion table is a huge investment. Uh, a third of the people it helps, a third of the people doesn't do a goddamn thing, and a third of the people it makes them worse. My wife actually got it for me, and I didn't want it. Hmm. I said, it's going to take up too much room. They don't work. They only work for a third of the people. I'm not willing to take that chance for like 300, 400 bucks, whatever. Sure. But she still got it. Did wonders for me. Jacks her up every time she gets on it. Really? Yes. It makes her worse because it depends on what your issue is. Mm. So it's not a, it's, it's, it's not a cure all. Um, but it's something that she, it's something that can work. And then I do a lot of core work. And that's my morning routine. My morning routine really circus uh, focuses around sunlight, breathing and my back. Yeah. 
You're yeah. a very zen guy. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you don't <laughs> look it when you look at my knuckle dragging ass. <laughs> you are. Uh, you showed me your uh, your your journal one day. I did. It, yeah, yeah. You you brought it out one day because we were talking. I don't about, show that just to anybody. Oh, I feel special. Thank you, sir. No shit. I showed you my journal. You showed me your journal because what what I really liked about it is because we were kind of talking about routines and stuff. You said, oh, oh, let me. Oh, okay, okay, journal. okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't know yeah. if you have like a special journal. You didn't. No, show no, no. Me. That's all there. <laughs> that thing is full of all kinds of psychotic shit. Yeah. So well, that's that's good to know. Yeah. Um, so you showed me like you drew little diagrams of your stretches and stuff. Yeah. And I was like, Oh dude, this is awesome. Like, yeah, it was, it, I thought your journal was so cool that I, I went home. I told my wife about it. I was like, Oh, Joe showed me this, all this stuff. Yeah. She's like, Oh, that's really, really smart stuff. Um, but that's what I was going to add into, you know, the, what we're talking about is stretching. It's huge. huge. If you do yoga, if you, you know, whatever your, your, you know, air quotes and throwing air quotes up your stretching routine is, yeah. um, you know, and that is part of your fundamentals. Yeah. You know, I don't know if we've talked about it a whole whole bunch on this uh, podcast, but fundamentals are you know that's your basis for everything in jujitsu, and that's your basis for getting around in life. You know, we're constantly beating beating each other up, beating ourselves up. You know, physically, emotionally, a lot of different ways. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, like you have to have your fundamentals strong, right? Mm-hmm. You have to have um, you know your good core moves for jiu-jitsu. You have to have your body strong and you do that by doing the simple stuff, the yeah. not fun stuff, the stuff that nobody wants to do. Yeah. But it takes 15 minutes, you know. Yeah. I, and 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 it, I used to think of it as being boring, now I think of it as being essential. Yes. I exactly. even have stretches before I get up from bed. Yeah. Which no, I believe stupid. that. No. And I, and I change them up and that's when I draw out the new ones. I got you. Okay. But because I can't keep doing the same thing all the time, sure. so I do change things up. Yeah. Um but even before I swing my legs out of bed. My back is so fucked up that there's certain stretches I do even before. And then I don't sit. I make sure I do not sit for oh. the first hour that I get up. Gotcha. I do not sit my ass in a chair for the first hour that I wake up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Before I forget about that, if you uh, if you do have a, a sitting um, a sitting desk job, um, either A, invest in one of the desks that you can uh, yep, elevate. I have, we have two of those at my work. Okay, yeah. So my brother-in-law, um, his home office that he has, he bought one for that. And oh, it's, it's amazing. awesome. Now, they're a bit of investment. So if you're not in a position to spend $700,000, $400,000, whatever it is, you can get the risers that go on top of your just your normal desk that you sit at, mm-hmm. and they you know stand up. So that right. way your computer... That's kind of what we have. We have like a... You can just adjust it and bring the monitor and the keyboard up. But nonetheless... Yes, I've, it, I've seen freaking, those. It's, it's huge. I mean, what, when do you have time to sit down? I mean, really, anyway. Uh, you know, we spend a lot of time in front of the computer. Oh, no, no, I know that. But I mean, oh. as far as like sitting down and like oh, just yeah, yeah, resting yeah, man, and relaxing, yeah. I just feel like... I just, if I, if I get to work and my back's jacked, I just make sure I get one of those two computers. Yeah. Because I, I got to stand up. It's, they're, they're a life changer yeah, for sure. So check those out. If you don't want to do a fully convertible desk that raises or lowers, check out the uh, the desk. You can get them on Amazon yeah. for cheap. Man. And if any of you guys have any experience with sitting on the, the Swiss ball type oh, yeah. shares, email me about, about that. Let me, let me know what your experience has been with those because I haven't. I haven't done it, but that. yeah, I have seen it. Oh, uh, what is it called? The Container Store? They have a chair that's like, um, it's it's like a, a cylinder, but the bottom of the cylinder is like one of those, I don't know, those stupid toys when you're a kid that like you could set it on the table and like slap it and it would, it would stick to the table, but it moves around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have those as a chair and I thought of them like, it looks really oh, stupid. Oh, that is pretty cool. No, 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 you can lean they, forward into it. Yeah, yeah. you kind of like you, you yeah. get some mo- motion, some rotation out of your hips and stuff. And I think we're going to have like to that. dedicate like a whole like, well, we'll, we'll I think we're going to have to dedicate 
like a table discussion to injuries, back pain, and solutions. Yeah, I feel like I mean we're already like almost thirty minutes into this. So that's <laughs> All right, let's about. move on to the right, next so one. Next one. All right. Um, I feel like this wait, 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 let me read this one to you because this. Yeah, go ahead. Let, let's, let's address to you too. Okay, I have the blue belt blues. After two years of dedicating dedicated training and receiving my blue, I have found it harder and harder to make it to class. I love my instructor and my training partners, but have been having a more difficult time getting to the mat. I thought I was burned out and actually welcomed the the break that COVID had given me. But now that we've opened back up, I seem to have lost my motivation. I'm going to stop right there and just say that's not, and and we, we, I actually did email this guy. Okay. Um, That sounds like, you know, uh, uh, an object at rest tends to stay at rest. Yeah, exactly. But anyways, I, I will, that was just my we talked, we emailed about that. Anyways, I, got I come from a small gym with advanced belts. Good for you. Mm-hmm. And awesome. don't feel comfortable talking about it. And I think, I think what he meant with this, he didn't feel comfortable talking to the more advanced people in his class as they might just mm-hmm. say, pussy, suck it up. Sure. Yeah. Um, and that's a bad sign. You really should be able to, to talk to your guys there, but some gyms don't have that environment. Hoping that you have some suggestions. Yeah. So, so that's, that's to you, coach. What, what, what do you, th- this is my life right here. <laughs> <laughs> this is my life. 100%. Uh, I was listening back to our, our podcast with professor and, you know, he threw out the quips about, uh, you know, Oh, you have a black belt to train with all the time, but you don't come to class. And it's like, obviously that was aimed at me. Um, me personally, I have, uh, a hard time getting to the gym. Um, sometimes because, uh, I don't know, yesterday was the first time in almost three weeks. I think that it actually went to the gym, you know, I've rolled at the house or whatnot. Um, but I told professor, it's like, you know, sometimes I just get depressed, you know, and that's, that's a real big thing. Uh, for mm-hmm. me is I get in my head, it could be about jujitsu, it could be about whatever. And I live there. And it is the worst place for me to be is in my head. Um, cause I'm very analytical. I overanalyze things. Um, I'm a very, um, uh, calculated risk taker. So once I start to think about things, jujitsu included, I don't do them. Right. I procrastinate and I'm like, I told professor yesterday, I said, uh, you know, we're, we've got some things going on. We're trying to take care of, you know, at home. I'm, I'm working on getting, you know, uh, moving into a profession now that like my kids are older and, you know, I've, I've stopped doing the stay at home dad thing and, uh, well not stopped, but you know, I'm trying to, to move out of that. So it's like, Oh, I'll go Tuesday, you know? All right, cool. Tuesday comes around. Oh, I'm busy like researching this thing. Uh, classes in 15 minutes. I'll go Thursday. And then it just snowballs into, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go, and then I don't go. And then A, I start to feel like crap. B, yeah. I'm depressed because I haven't been. Yeah. So now I'm like, all right, uh, now I'm, I'm a loser because I'm paying for jujitsu. I'm not going. I'm not doing anything. So, you know, what? why am I even paying for this membership? And then, um, so long story short, you just have to go. That's really all it comes down to. You just have to go. I could sit here and I could preach about like, oh, you should, you know, like uh, talk, get watch videos to get you interested or whatever. None of that's going to solve the problem. Yeah, yeah, you just have to go. And then we go back to being honest, like I was just talking about. You should be able to tell your training partners, like, hey, I don't, I haven't really felt like coming. I text Michael the other day. I was like, hey, when are you coming back to the house? You know, because he comes over sometimes. He's like, why don't you just come to class? <laughs> yeah. He's... So yesterday I come to class, you yeah. know, because I was honest. I said, yeah. you know, I yeah. want to I, I wanna train. And then he just tells me, come train. It's like, oh, yeah, it's, it's pretty yeah. simple math the, the, problem. The, this, this, is a, this is a common, common uh, subject with um, my oldest son and myself. Yeah. In regards to a, a couple of different things. 
uh, one thing is he, he's, he's, he says quite often, especially when there's been like the weekend or a day off. Oh, if you didn't go, I don't know if I would have had the discipline to go. Yeah. And I just tell him, well, if I didn't have to take you, I don't know if I'd had the discipline to go. Sure. It's an accountability. So yeah, the accountability of a partner is a huge thing. But, um, and I just tell him that, you know, even though you love this, you're getting to the point where you're training so much, it's almost becoming a profession. And no matter how much you love something, it gets to the point where it does become work. Especially, it's one thing to go and just enjoy and be a casual person that goes once a week, twice a week, whatever. But when you're really trying to focus in on things to become better, it becomes work. Yeah. And there's there's accomplishment from work and there's a sense of fulfillment from, from doing that. Mm-hmm. But the discipline to go is rough. And, you know, we talk about the difference. And this is what this comes down to. There's a difference between motivation and discipline. Yep. Um, discipline is doing something. This is a definition I always heard when I first heard it. I thought it didn't sound cool enough for me. Okay. Like I wanted a cool definition for discipline, Mm -hmm. but it was real simple doing the right thing when no one's around to see it. Yep. That I've heard that as well. And that is, isn't a bullshit thing. It's right. It's on spot. Right. But it just doesn't sound as cool. Like as it should be, but that's it. Motivation in my opinion Mm -hmm. is how do I make that thing I'm doing now? more enjoyable. Yeah, for sure. So it's not, and and the thing is with motivation, it's not always there. So you can't depend on motivation. Yeah. It's finite. Yeah. Um, so, uh, it exhausts. So, you know, when I had this conversation with my son, we were in our gym here at the house Mm -hmm. and I said, what are all the posters around us to do? The posters and the things on the walls are motivation. Yeah. That doesn't get us in here to work out. Discipline gets you here. Discipline brings you into this room. Right. The posters on the wall make you feel like, ah, yeah, great. I've got goals. I've got this. I've got motivation. It's cool to see the fight posters. It's cool to see the little sayings on the wall. It's cool to see the pictures of the past masters before us that yeah. are hanging out. It's cool to see the belts that we, that's all just motivation bullshit. And right. you can even consider it cheating. No. <laughs> you could. I guess you could. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You could. You consider yeah. it cheating. Yeah. Enough should be disciplined. This is where it comes down to honesty. You know, when your parents told you it was important to be honest, had nothing to do with ethics. Yeah. They probably, they probably thought it did. Sure. It didn't. It had to do with you being able to talk to yourself in the future and follow through. Yep. Now, I know my oldest is an incredibly honest person, at least as far as I can tell. Yeah. I, I, my middle one, I'm not so sure about. <laughs> the young one, oh, he's a fucking liar. I mean. <laughs> so, but being honest is incredibly important because now when you set yourself a schedule, you're truly accountable for it. You don't rationalize. You don't say this excuse or that excuse. It's on the fucking schedule. You yeah. wrote it down. Go. I don't care if you're not motivated. Go. Come up with some system to hold yourself accountable. Whether that's a partner, whether that's a promise to yourself, because if you're an honest person, you're not going to break it. I'm going to tell you, I didn't grow up being that honest. I lied about fucking everything when I was a little kid. Yeah. So that accountability that I have now is very difficult. Um, but it, it works. Sure. It works. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're right. You just have to. Uh, why was that saying from Nike so you just have to do it. Just do it. And the yeah. other thing is important to realize is that what you're feeling is not unique to you. I think that's the other reason why people don't want to do something. Sure. They're like, yeah. oh, I'm not motivated. Yeah, no no shit. So many people aren't motivated. But yeah. you're going to feel so much better if you go. That's why we have an obesity problem in America. Because we all get in our head and we all go, uh, yeah. uh, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll start working out tomorrow. Yeah. I'll start jujitsu after We all have done that. Yeah. We've all done that. We've all done that. Um, but when you don't think everyone around you does it. You don't confide in them, and then you go to your place. Yep, that's right. Listen, 
assholes. We've all topped a pressure. I don't care who you are out there. You might have felt like a dirty whore and want to take a shower afterwards, but we've all had a time we've tapped for pressure. We've all had a time where we said this is too much and just throwing your arm out there. Dude, I threw my arm out there one time and the motherfucker didn't take it. <laughs> That's the worst. It's like I've given up and you're not letting me give up. <laughs> it's like, thanks for that. We all go through these things. Everybody has a breaking point. Yeah. To think that you don't is not being realistic. And these things that, you know, this guy's experiencing, which I think a lot of people have experienced, is just like, you know, I'm so excited as a white belt, I get my blue belt, I'm not motivated to go, and now I've gotten this big break, and now I'm even less motivated to go. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to jiu-jitsu. Yeah, the COVID thing, I mean, that makes sense because I I don't know if it lined up for me this time. You know, I was my first kid when my daughter was born. I had to take some time off. Yeah. I was able to finally get back in the gym. I was like, oh, this is great. Like, I feel good. I'm not injured. Like, I feel like I'm on top of my game. Then you get back into it, and you start, you know, mentally wearing down. And I love this. I I see no point in my life where I'll ever stop doing this. You right. know, it's like there, there's nothing I enjoy more. And, and Professor said it yesterday. He said it the best. Um, you know, I was talking about, like, why I didn't come and all that. I'm glad to be back. And he said, I do it, too. He's like, you know, I'll be like, oh, I don't feel like training, yada, yada, yada. He's like, but as soon as I get in here and I train, I feel the best. Yeah. And we, I was I was sweating. I was dying. You know, I was yeah. like right after it because I had a really good session yesterday. And I said, I feel fantastic. I feel better right now than I felt all week yeah. or the last three weeks. But getting to that motherfucker sometimes is really tough. This is why That's I tell people, don't go home. Yeah. Get your stuff. Go directly to the gym. Yep. Don't eat. Think you have to eat? Nope. You eat. It's going to fuck you up. Don't turn on a YouTube video. No, don't do any None of that stuff. Just get find your way to be disciplined. Find your way to do it. Where And don't go because... You, and I guess that's kind of a cheating when we say have somebody accountable. Because is that true discipline? If you have a partner that makes you accountable? I don't know. It's a little bit of cheating. But not everybody is born with a heart in mind. You have to develop yeah. that. Yeah. So, um, But yeah, you're right. Um, the first person I ever heard say that was Jacqueline. He oh, said, okay. he said, yeah, because I know every time I train when I'm done, I'm going to feel better. Yeah. Now, I can't honestly say that's true for me. I can't say every time I've trained, I've felt, well, yeah, I guess I have felt better, but I may not be walking on clouds. Last night being an example of one. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, I'm sure I, I'm glad that I went. Yeah. I did not have a good training session. Um, well, I shouldn't say that. I had a great training session. Sure. I just had a bad ending. Yeah, it just didn't end like you wanted it to. It didn't end the way I wanted it to. And so, you know, then, then you're an absolute. You know, so it wasn't, but it was way better than, and it was great to have my kids, you know, all three of them were like, Dad, are you okay? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'm they like, all No, recognize. your father's a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Weak ass yeah, like piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, yeah. I didn't say that. No, but, of course uh, not. Of course not. But, but yeah. uh, anyways, I think I think everybody gets the point. All right, you want to move on to the yeah, next let's one? Do, let's uh, see what let's time are we at three. right now? We're, yeah, we're oh, we're doing okay. Yeah, All right. we're, we're doing okay. Forty minutes in there. I um, hope that's helpful for you guys out there. I know the majority of people that listen to us are white and blue belts, and guys that are at least from the feedback I get are people starting off. Um, so I, I hope that that yeah, gives just, some just, direction. I'd love to get some some younger guys or I mean you know white and blue belts to actually sit down and talk with us. So, so yeah. I think we have two questions that have some some potential for future episodes. Yeah, and I've, I've too. talked to some, some of those guys. So yeah. I think there's some interest. Yeah, we in, should, in we should do that. Doing that. So yeah, 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 we'll definitely have a, have a couple of those guys on. Cause I'm sure we're missing on all kinds of stuff. But. Oh, for sure. For sure. Um, yeah. So yeah, just, just show up, man. That's, uh, the person that asked that question, just, you know, try to be honest with your partners and show up. Um, so number three, what am I doing wrong? It's like, I'm glad there's more to this question. <laughs> <laughs> so this one, most of these I try to respond to, um, this one, 
I think I just responded. We're going to do a podcast and a YouTube video on it. I think that's all I responded to this guy. Gotcha. Okay. So what am I doing wrong? My or female. I don't even know. They didn't leave a name. Oh yeah. No name on this one. Okay. My fingers are killing me. I've tried taping and it just makes it worse. Is there anything I can do? I have some nights I wake up from sleep and pain and have debated moving to a 10th planet gym to avoid any more ghee. For those of you that don't know, 10th Planet is strictly no gi. Eddie Bravo, uh, Joe Rogan trains with them. Anyway, uh, I love my gym and don't want to leave. Please help. So, you know, we, first of all, if you, and this is my wife's main excuse for not training, her hands. Really? Oh, yeah. She gardens. She's like, my hands ache. and I don't like grabbing the gi. And like when she does train, I ever put the gi on. She's like, do we have to wear this? Oh, my like, gosh. Yes, we, we do have to wear this. She doesn't want, want a little you bit know, of callus built up. You, <laughs> you know, she's got beautiful hands. But Sure. Um, so uh, uh, Josh Hanger yeah. tells a story. Did you hear the story about him and Andre Gaval? No. So I guess he gets to the gym. And I think I got the right characters right with this story. Probably. And Andre goes, Hey Josh, you want to train no gi today? He's like, Hmm, yeah, of course I want to train no gi. Yeah, Josh. He's <laughs> this like, is jam. This is weird. Why? He's like, Oh, my fingers are killing me. So even <laughs> even you know, I don't know how true that story is, but it sounds like it's 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 possible. Um, depending on the type of game that you play, you, your fingers take a licking in this yeah. in this sport. Um I've broken my, two fingers doing this. Oh, my my fingers look di- I have different looking hands because of jujitsu. Yeah. Um I, and, I, I wish I could just show a picture right yeah, now. Yeah, like, I'm just like <laughs> the knuckles. Yeah, do you see that? Like, yeah, we'll we'll have to oh, do some. Oh yeah. man, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so uh but I, breaking fingers is great because I remember just I breaking my pinky one time and I don't remember I, I just said to Professor, I go, I raised up and I go, I, I pinky, I got a tape. And he's like, yeah. yeah, whatever, go. <laughs> <laughs> just, just do it. I'm like, I, yeah, I think, I really think it's broken. He's like, okay, that's good. Let's, are we going or what? And I'm like, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, we just break. Yeah. It's just what happens. You know, you, yeah. you break fingers and, and, and you just kind of, unfortunately, it's a, it, it is nowhere near the, it's not a detraction to the benefits, but the fingers can take a licking in this sport. Yeah. Um, and health of your hands is incredibly important. That CBD lotion, I hate to bring that up again, yeah. but I, I use it about twice. Yeah. I oh, use nice. it about twice a day on my hands yeah. and my hands are important because obviously in my job, I got, I do gotta procedures and I got to be able to use my <laughs> hands. Right. Um, but as far as, um, you might find that your grip that you're using is incorrect. There's, yes. there's ways of gripping the gi in such a way that can not put as much strain on your fingers. Yeah, pistol grips are great for that. Yeah, and I find that people, the way they grab the collar, they don't grab the collar in the thenar eminence of the hand. They do a shallow grip. So right. the, the collar ends up being across the pads of the hand mm-hmm. and not the palm of the hand. Right. So you should be holding that collar like a rope versus... Jeez, I don't know what you don't hold anything don't hold like anything that. Like yeah, that. that's not normal. Yeah, so the strain ends up, um, you know, unfortunately, the strain is too much. Um, ancillary training to get your hands strong and flexible. The taping, I, I feel like if you're if you're having pain because of the tape, you're probably taping incorrectly. Yeah, way and, too tight or yeah, you're improper. probably doing it too tight, incorrect spot. And the whole idea of taping is very similar and explains to people like in tennis elbow or a golfer's elbow. Yeah. Um, that's pain in the inside of the outside of the elbow region. And that's because of the tendon that's attaching there um, is strained. So you you make the fulcrum a different spot. And it's so much easier to to show this rather than explain it. Right. Um, 
now with the fingers, we're not usually dealing with tendons. We're dealing with ligaments. Mm-hmm. Um, a ligament attaches bone to bone. Right. A tendon attaches muscle to bone. So you can think of a tendon as a true string on a puppet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you can think of the hinges on the puppet as ligaments. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, and so depending on what you're dealing with with your fingers, a lot of times it's ligamentous pain or it's arthritis. Gotcha. And yeah. if you tape right, it should be able to help. So we need to, I mean, the bottom line is with this, we just need to do a video, video and explain the difference. Yeah. And there are already some good videos out there. Keenan has a video on finger taping that's mm-hmm. way complicated. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, a basket weave is what he mm-hmm. uses. And uh, to me, the average person probably isn't going to be able to do, do that well. Time. And it takes time. It's like a box, like wrapping your hands and boxing. It, yes. t- it takes time it's an art. for you to do it. It's an art. And it's going to be very. So there's a couple of very easy ways that you can tape to help. And there's a little bit more advanced and we just need to come out with a video for that. Yeah. Do you have sure. anything to add in, in regards to that? And be, you know, exercising, you know, um, yeah. the little putty balls are fantastic. So the putty balls, the cheapest thing that I found that was a really, really good workout. First time I saw it, I was like, Oh, it's amazing. Get one of those home Depot five gallon buckets. You uh-huh. can fill it with rice or you can fill it with sand. They're both super cheap. And uh-huh. you take the biggest uh, dumbbell that you have, put it in there, and just twist it. You palm it as hard as you can, and you just twist it around in there to get your resistance from it. Oh, that's good. And that strengthens your hands. Oh, wow, that's awesome. the cheapest workout that you can get that really, really works your hands. I thought you were going to say the Kung Fu one where you you put your hand through the... (laughs) No, 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 no. I mean, if that works (laughs) But if you you grab the stuff, that also can work. But I like the twisting. That's cool. Very cool. The other thing that a lot of people don't think about, you've got that gripping action, right? Right. The other thing you need to do is, what are those called? Your uh, uh, flexors. uh, I don't know. You're the doctor. Flexor digitorums. So... Instead of getting this motion, nobody can see that right rubber, now. I know. I'm just, <laughs> so he's making a beak okay. with his fingertips. So if you're grasping, right, mm-hmm. a grasping motion, take a rubber band or a resistance band, oh, put it over your around. fingers, and then open your hand from a closed position Got by it. working working the opposite way. Okay. Yeah. So that also, yeah. you know, works your uh, your grip strength as well. And a lot of people yeah. don't think about that as. Yeah, and I use when I'm at home, I use um, uh, I, I grips. Mm-hmm. The, yeah. the company yep. grips they make these little sleeves with um with a resistance band right um i put those on everything yeah. i have a total gym and i'll put those on instead of my handles gotcha. and use that yeah. um i know michael Wu. i think he uses a pair of jeans oh, okay and yeah. he uses the cuff on the jeans to kind of because you, you got to remember you know if you strengthen them up slowly you should build up some resistance and callus. Mm-hmm. Um, we get sore because we're doing too much too soon or too fast. Grip yeah. breaks, things like that. It just becomes too much. Uh, other thing I'll add to that real quick is um, the way I've broken both of my uh, ring fingers was the same thing. I had my grip. I had a good grip, proper grip. But as he, uh, my training partner went to go break the grip off, I didn't let go. <laughs> it's okay to let go of your grips, guys. They're, don't hold on for dear life. Yeah, You, you know, it, it's yeah, I mean, you have to move it, on to stuff. Yeah, that's injury, and it's also bank account because yeah. you're going to burn a lot of like uh, Professor Eddie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hold on to shit with him. Yeah, it's futile. <laughs> it's very futile. It's futile. Sure. There's nothing. There's no benefit to it. Yeah. So I'm just thinking where I'm going to regrip as fast as I can. Yep, that's exactly right. Um, or you just start adopting no no gi grips. Yeah, and I, I feel like that's for me. That's what's helped is like just knowing a, you know, yeah. a little bit of wrestling grips that I've transferred over to yeah. this is. You know, you can control somebody by grabbing like above the elbow sure. better than, you know, or on the back of the head, which I don't feel like we get a lot of collar tie 
grips that people use. It's, it's always because if you have the if you if you grab the lapel, man. I mean, yeah, because you got leverage on that. You do. It's, so you just say forget collar ties. But people don't look for it though. I know. You know, and yeah, that's, that's how true. I set up a headlock or uh, uh, guillotines yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. So they, those grips are useful to transfer another stuff, especially like you said, if you go to no gi, I mean, yeah. you're already a, a, a leverage, you know, foot up yeah. there. And there's a lot of guys that that uh, you know. Um, they really preach yeah. uh, training with those grips. So that that is an option. I don't even think I told them that. Last thing I'll say on this is don't be afraid to get your grips. You were just talking about how you have that like limp grip in your hand, you know, like you should be grabbing like a, uh, a rope. If, yeah. if the white belts that are out there listening, like you kind of have to be like aggressive sometimes. Yeah. I'm not saying like hurt your partner, but don't be afraid to reach in there, get those grips, hold your partner tight, put some resistance and some force against them. That's how you're going to get better at your jujitsu. Yeah. And that's how you're going to like not injure yourself as much. Don't and be you so may, loose with your stuff. You may never have world-class grips, but yeah. you're going to have better grips. Yeah. You're going to have better grips than when you started three years ago. It's, it's just the way it goes. Don't be yeah. super loose. Don't be super tight, but you got to be firm. I, I guess. just think about grabbing Eddie. It's just like so stupid. It is. It's just like, this isn't going to work. <laughs> I'm getting like flashbacks rolling with him. Dude, it's so monster. humiliating. It is. It He's, is. The other day we rolled, he was like, hey, you're getting ready for black belt. I'm like, no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, no, no, I'm not. Not with you. And he just immediately crushes me. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, why do you play? Why you play guard? You know, like yeah. you need to. I'm like, dude, because I can't. I can't knock you down. Because I like playing guard. Well, no, I, I can't. It's I, not an option for me. He's like, you need to play top and be more yeah. aggressive. I'm like, no, I don't want to get hurt. Yeah. No, I can live here. <laughs> no, 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 no. I cannot do that because you just like flip me over anyways. Yeah. He's just. Oh man, he's strong and he's got technique and it's just horrible. Um, anyways, okay. So yeah, I'll read this last one. Okay. Uh, since you, uh, we both have some good points here, I believe, but uh, this is definitely direct. Oh, you're gonna have you. me go first. I'm gonna have you go okay. first. All right, yeah. All right. I mean, do you wanna? Do you want me to go? No, first? no, no. I'll go first. Okay. I would go first because you'll probably. I mean, what I'm gonna say is gonna piss people off. Oh, okay. Well, I'll, I'll soften the blow. Then after. <laughs> it pisses people off to I'm, no uh, fucking end. Uh, I'm so interested to hear your your thoughts on this. Yeah. It, it, it wasn't until the last few months that Amy actually agrees with me on this now. Oh, okay. Oh, it'd be arguments. Interesting. Oh, yeah. Well, All we'll right. Get well, to we're going to get into this. We, yeah. Yeah, we're only 50 minutes into this podcast. We got time. All right. So I have heard you talk about your son and his love for jujitsu. I'm a father of two I boys. don't think I've ever really talked about his love of jujitsu, though. A little bit. I have? Bit. Yeah, yeah. We've, we've okay, 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 okay. on here. I mean, it's... I'm talking uh, about training. Really I didn't know it, it, so. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. Um, so, <laughs> carrying on. I am a father of two boys, eight and ten. The eight-year-old loves going to class and asks almost every day if we're going to roll today. Unfortunately, my ten-year-old could care less about going and sometimes in near tears when I tell him we have to leave for class. It's gotten to the point that my wife will avoid talking, or excuse me, my wife will avoid taking the both of them to keep her older son from being upset. I've been training for two years and don't want to seem like an overbearing father. How far do I push him? I almost feel like he hates it more, hates it the more he goes. Did your son always love jujitsu, or did he grow to like it? And did you ever find yourself in this situation? Okay, so first of all, I think I sent out a video. Was that to just the group? Did I send you guys I think out? That, that was just in our group. Yeah, just in our group. Mm -hmm. I think I did. I don't think I posted on Facebook because I never got Jackson's permission. I would never do that to him. Right. Um, but it's great because. My wife is hilarious. She's imitating Jackson. Uh -huh. Yeah. I don't want to go. Yeah. I don't want to go. Tell dad, tell dad I can't go. <laughs> <laughs> so here, here's my, here's my thought. Um, 
Well, let me let me take a step back. I have Flow Grappling on. We're in our bedroom. Mm-hmm. And Jeff Glover with uh, somebody else is on there and they're interviewing them and they're talking about kids. I don't know how the subject came up. So wait, Jeff's doing the interview or no, Jeff's can't... on the interview. He's on the interview panel. Okay. Gotcha. A couple of other people, but of course I know Jeff Glover, you know, it's yeah, just yeah, a name yeah. and a person and mm-hmm. a style, you know, it's a little bit more popular. So sure. I, I knew who he was. Yeah. I don't really remember who was interviewing them. Okay. Fair enough. Somehow the subject of children came out okay. and it was like, should you force kids to do jujitsu? And, um, Jeff was like, absolutely not. Mm -hmm. You know, kids have got to like it. If they don't like it, there's other things out there for them to do. Mm -hmm. And all I have is Amy's all, ha ha, see, look, look, look. (laughs) And I'm like, that's bullshit. This is the way I look at it. Uh Um, and I'm going to be a bit of a dick when I do this. Cause this, I I know how I project my thoughts and how I can get people against me. And sometimes I just don't give a shit. Just very forward. No, I get kind of sarcastic. And whenever I I present a problem in this or a solution in this manner, it usually pisses people off. So I'm going to ask you a question. Okay. Daddy, I don't want to go to school. Mm -hmm. I don't like math. Yep. Daddy, I don't want to read. I don't, I don't want what child out there says I want to go to school. Yeah. And do you say you don't go to school? No. What child out there says, I don't want to eat that? Yeah. And you say, oh, it's okay, honey. Here's some cinnamon toast crunch. Yeah. Children not have the ability to make logical decisions. I mean, that's what the parents are there. Most parents don't either, to be honest with you. Now we're going to start pissing people off. (laughs) We try our best to lead our children in the right direction. My Mm -hmm. own ethos for my household, because that's, I'm the father. I'm, you know, I won't say I'm the leader because it really is a, a two man, two person job. It's a team effort for sure. It's a team effort. Um, you just hope that team is moving in the same direction. <laughs> yeah. And my wife does a lot more to to do for this family than I do. But my own ethos, and if she had a strong ethos, we'd have to take that. <clears throat> but she doesn't. So yeah, <laughs> it worked out. Is that my children, whether boy or girl, mm-hmm. they have to be educated. Yep. I don't know what they're going to do with their education. They might build houses, and that's awesome. But they have to have that education because I want them to have options. Yeah. They have to be able to play an instrument. Is that because I want them to be a superstar? No, because I know that that's going to allow them to open their minds and gives them a way of making money no matter where they go or what they do. Yep. They have to learn another language. Excuse me. That's not an option. Yeah. I don't care if it's sign language. They have to learn something about other people's cultures and what got them there. And they have to learn to survive. That means shoot a gun, mm-hmm. know the workings of a pistol, know the workings of a knife, know how to start a fire, yep. know how to build a tent, know how to keep themselves alive, know how to purify water. This doesn't mean I'm a survival nut. I'm not. Sure. These are just things that in my ethos, my children have to do, yeah. and they have to be able to defend themselves. Yep. That's not an option. The idea of going to, listen, man, I can go, and the people that listen and know me for a long time, they know the shit I've accomplished. I'm not, I mean, yeah, I am a world champion, not in jujitsu. Yeah. But I've, I've accomplished what I've wanted to accomplish in my life so much that I'm not really that motivated to do anything in jujitsu. Sure. You know, I like training and have my partners and but people talk about world championships. I'm like, oh, that'd be awesome. But not really, you know, I, yeah. I've done other things. Yeah. You've, my you've children, I'm not those. living truly through my children. Am I proud when they do well? Yes. Am I happy when they do bad? Yes. Yeah. All I want to see is them grow. That's all I care about. And I want them to be able to have the ability to defend themselves so they never compromise their values. Yep. Because most people compromise where they stand in life out of fear. And when you learn how to deal with fear through combat and one-on-one, and this is this is the argument that, well, they can learn that through tennis. No, they can't learn that through oh, tennis. No. 
They can learn a lot of things through tennis. Hang on, pause. Has someone really said that to you? She's right outside these doors. <laughs> I love her, but I disagree strongly. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. <clears throat> carry, carry Straight on. Straight up, Amy. Stupid fucking statement. <laughs> they can learn that through uh, tennis. Uh, yeah. There are a lot of things that you can learn through other sports. But through combat, very much like through public speaking, mm-hmm. there are some things that you have to experience, that you have to... It's a whole different animal. Yeah. Adversity, uh, it, it's, it comes in different forms. Yeah. And you have to like take it in those forms, right. in those, those elements yeah. to understand that adversity. And I'm not saying it's a panacea. Yeah. It's not a cure-all. Mm-hmm. But it's one of those elements that I feel very strongly that... I myself, I hold myself to that standard and I want my children to hold themselves to that standard. And when they become adults, if they decide to continue it, great. If they don't, that's on them. It has nothing to do with my feeling of accomplishment. It has my feeling. It has to do with my feeling, fulfilling my duty. Right now, your household may not have that ethos. Your household might have like, Hey, I truly feel programming is incredibly important and my children, you know, whatever you, you, but you, as your, as one of the leaders of your household has to have an idea of where you're directing your children. Yeah. Now, with that being said, it doesn't have to be jujitsu. Right. And I think we, I don't want to steal your thunder on this. No, you're fine. Yeah. yeah. It's any form of Mm self-defense. I believe in jujitsu through my life experience, but if it is Taekwondo, sport Taekwondo, yeah. if it is sport karate, and you can debate whether how effective these are at self-defense, but you're better than not doing anything at all. Yeah. Whether that's high school wrestling or collegiate, you know yeah, what I mean? You folk gotta, wrestling. You got to have a tool, tools in the shed. You have to have something that allows you, and you said boxing, we were talking about this earlier. Yeah, boxing, Muay Thai. Yeah, it I mean, may not be something that you, it resonates with you, but your children have to have some form of self-defense. And that's why I look at it as important as every other aspect of their life. And that's why it's not really an option. So mm-hmm. did Jackson always want to go? Hell no. Yeah. And I feel like I need to get his permission to put the video public because you get more than what he went through. You get his two younger brothers in the background right. yeah. shaking their heads like, I don't want to go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but they train all the time. Mm-hmm. And they enjoy it. When you talk to Eli, I'd lo- I should get Eli on this. He'd, he'd be fantastic. He'll oh, tell sure. you, yeah, I don't like going, but when I'm there, I'm super happy I'm there. Yeah. You know, the same feelings that everyone has. Yeah, I'm an adult, but, but I still feel that way sometimes. I, I have 100% confidence that if Jackson wanted to do his, you know, right now we're in the COVID era, right, where kids are doing homeschooling and yeah. they're trying to do, is it online or are they doing this hybrid program? I have no doubt that whatever program he picks, he'll be successful at it because he's already realized I get out what I put in and that directly came through jujitsu. His words, not mine. Now, he could be saying that to satisfy me. I'm not entirely sure. That's a possibility. (laughs) But his words, not mine, that he's learned discipline through this art. Yeah. And um, that is... That that that's the litmus test. That's the laboratory test. That's mm-hmm. the proof that I see. Now it doesn't mean it doesn't equal he's going to have a fantastic life, sure, but it just means he's given factors. his. The, I'm trying to give him every tool that I can for him to be able to control his future the best that he can. Yeah, 
Um, I mean, I, I, this morning I, uh, when I got here, he was, you know, doing his school stuff. He's doing the online thing. And so I asked him about it and, um, you know, I said, Oh, I love it. This is great because I can focus on my work, get it done. And I can go to jujitsu. It was exactly what he told me. No and shit. I swear. So he doesn't, yeah. We, so he said, I can focus, I can do what I need to do, and then I can go. He usually just grunts. Drink. I'm surprised he even communicated. Oh, we, that had, to we you. had a good conversation. This no shit. It went long, but I mean, it was good. Okay. Um, and uh, I said, well, you know, I'm, that's great. I'm glad that you, you like that. Enjoy. You, you're doing well with it. I said, you personally, I believe, would be good with this type, this kind of structured learning, because you seem like a kid that has his head on his shoulders. You can study, you can police yourself to a degree, and then you know how to like. I need to get my stuff done. Not everybody, adults included, are able to do that. It goes back to what we we're talking about a while ago with you know being like dedicated, motivated, right, and all right, those right. different things. You know, Jax is somebody that I feel like you've put, you know, you've instilled these uh, these values and and the ethos, your house ethos, into him to where those things really shine through and reflect. You know, obviously he has to want to do it himself. Sure. But he didn't just get there by himself. Like and he wasn't like that position. when he was younger. So, yeah. I, you know, people say, well, is that just his personality? I, I think that your personality is do you learn from your experiences? Exactly. There you go. Yep. Um, and if you learn from your experiences and you're given an opportunity to have those experiences, then you you put yourself in a in a in a in a direction that makes life just easier. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sure. I, I don't I'm not gonna say you're successful. That's not necessarily the right word. It's just it just and you're able to subjective too, right, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's why I don't like to say that. Yeah. It's just, um, allows you to kind of learn from your mistakes mm -hmm. the first time, maybe the second time, hopefully yeah. not the third time. Right. Some of us have to make mistakes several times yeah. before we learn. Some of us never learn, but I think it's kind of a personality thing. Yeah. So, um, I think that that just, just that the martial arts in general give you the opportunity to, to really tangibly see that if I put effort in, I get a result. And goddamn, that result is very important because the negative of it is my life. Yeah, it is literally life and death. You can put that into yeah. your. It's when you get choked, that's your life. Yeah. The only thing that I can say that would be above any of that is suffering with a terminal disease or being at war. Sure. Yeah. Those are. Totally neither one of those yeah. we want for our children. Yeah. No, of course not. This is the only way to get that degree of pressure in a relatively safe environment. Yeah, that, that's what I said to my wife last night. I was like, you know, jiu-jitsu is like the, probably the safest martial art you can do. I mean, there's plenty of martial arts you can try, but I said, now, not to say we don't get injured all the time. I mean, yeah, you do. You know, there's plenty of stuff. I go home aching or whatnot. But at the end of the day, like, we simulate murder. We joke about it, but we simulate it is. murder. It's what it is. And, um, and even with all those injuries, it feels better to be competent and being able to defend yourself the, to your ability. It doesn't mean you're going to win every fight, but yeah. you're going to be able to defend yourself. At the end of the day, you have a better chance of surviving this situation than if you didn't train. Yeah. doesn't mean you're going to survive it. I'm not going to give you karate bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Karate fantasy <clears throat> that you can beat up everybody. No. It just gives you a high... I don't know. <laughs> it just... We'll just... And I don't want to give karate a bad, bad no, name, no, but no, what no, I'm yeah. just saying is it's just that that um, the 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 story that was told to sell memberships. Yeah. The McDojo. And, and, and whatever it is, karate, Aikido, jujitsu, whatever jiu it may be. It. Yeah, it, it, sure. It's not going to guarantee that you are going to win every altercation. Yeah. It just gives you the best probability to survive, to be able to go home at the end of the yeah. day. Um, and I think that realization and that type of mindset is also important. I mean, there's so many benefits to it. So I've, I've just rambled and rambled and rambled. And I know that you kind of have a different take on it. And I didn't want 
don't want me to influence you. You tell me your discussion because yeah. I know you talk to your wife a little bit. It's an interesting question. Yeah, it is. It's a very um, and, good and, question. And, and there's no right answer. That's right. the other thing too. I, just because I say something with conviction doesn't mean I'm a tree-hugging hippie that's going to hate you if you don't agree with me. Yeah. It's just that's your opinion. That's your way you want to live your life or whatever. Um, uh, you know, I, I, I welcome people with different – it doesn't matter. You don't have to agree with me. I respect the fact that you don't. And I don't want my conviction and my sarcasm when I say things yeah, like, yeah, yeah. oh, you're, gonna, you're not going to go to school? That really pisses people off. Yeah. It really pisses my wife off. Um, I, you know, that's just my way and my justification, my rationale. Take me to a psychiatrist. I'll probably say I'm living through my children. I don't know what the fuck. And I come out with these rationales that I'm not trying to convince other people. Right. I don't know. But I can tell you that my, although my younger two, no, Joey doesn't give a shit. Joey's ready to rock and roll every time. Right. He's like, we're going, are we doing a garage or are we going to that place? He just calls it that place. <laughs> that place. I love He's it. He's like, garage or that place? And then his next question is, just us or other people? Yeah. And very, he's ready to go. He's very simple. He man. don't give a he's shit. Like, I just need to know the facts so I can. Yeah, let's go. Are we getting Chick Fil A after? Yeah, that's the most important question. You, know, you get Chick Fil A after? Are we getting Chick Fil A after? <laughs> um, and um, probably the one with the most potential is the one that pisses and moans the most, and just. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> so it's it's funny going back real quick. I talked to Jags. Then Eli came out, and yeah. right before we we jumped in here, I was like, "Hey man, how, how's it going?" He's like, "That's yeah, good." I said, "How's school going?" He goes, "Uh." I said, you don't like this? He goes, no. I said, ah. It's the social aspect. Because their ages are, are pretty yeah. different enough that Eli hasn't done the things that Jax has done to sure. make him into you know, the personality. Yeah, and the age type. difference is for people at 10 and, and 15. Yeah. So, yeah. It, it, you know, it's uh, you're in two totally different mindsets at that right, age. You right, know? right, right. At 10, he's, you know, he likes being with his friends. He likes having that, that social time and, yeah. you know, passing those notes back and forth. That's a little bit more fun than like worrying about it's, calculus. It, it's hard to remember that because... You have the 15-year-old that's already leading the way, and you have a very mature 10-year-old. Yeah, right. Way more mature than Jackson was at 10. Gotcha. I think Jackson was still scratching his ass and picking his nose and like <laughs> trying to learn his colors at 10 years sure. old. Sure. <laughs> I'm talking knuckle-dragger, dude. Yeah. I'm, and I was right there with him. I was sure. the exact same way, but Eli's brilliant, yeah. but just... Fuck, man. Joey's got it set, man. He's got two older brothers to learn from. Like, there's no reason that yeah, he can't. He's have probably gonna be addicted to heroin. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> <It> sucks. <laughs> this sucks. Got to keep him in jiu-jitsu, As I was man. saying this, I was thinking, I was like, that does kind of suck, actually, sometimes because they're too smart, right? That's the thing. well, that's the thing. When it comes too easy, yeah. And it goes. So, the, do you remember that experiment I always talk about? Um, well, they took a group of kids and they said, "Oh, you're so smart. You're so smart. You're so smart." With all their accomplishments. And they took another set of kids. And I mean, there's several hundred kids in this study. Right. And I hate quoting studies where I can't tell you exactly where it came from. Sure. And they, they said, you, you, did, you tried so hard, you tried so hard, you tried so hard. Later on, when, when, when tasks became too difficult, mm -hmm. the ones that thought that their natural intelligence got them through before, they gave up. Because, see, t natural intelligence is finite. Yeah, right. But hard work isn't. Yeah. So the hard workers actually did better. Mm -hmm. And so you take somebody like a knuckle dragger, like myself who struggled in early school and just said, if I just work hard, I can do it. If I can just work hard, I can do it. It wasn't yeah. a gifted athlete, but if I can just work hard, I can do it. Right. Just work hard. I could do it. And it was like, I knew I wasn't gifted. Yeah. And so that actually helped because I knew no matter how difficult the task was, I would find a way to make and i said these people that were gifted and when they would run into adversity, they would crack. Yeah. Cause they have a crutch and that crutch doesn't. It doesn't hold it's you up a, forever. Yeah, yeah. So um, I think that's what you 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 unfortunately have with uh, one kid. You have somebody that just 
had a very difficult time with math. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you're Asian for God's sakes. This should come easy to you. We'd laugh about it. He'd still struggle. Yeah. And eventually didn't. Gotcha. And he realized, oh shit, all that hard work. Mm-hmm. Man, I don't think he won a jujitsu match. I hear him out there. I should ask him. I think he went two, three years without winning a match. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he couldn't lose. Yeah. Gotcha. Now, Eli never had a problem mm-hmm. with math. Never had. So it's like you want him to struggle. Yeah, you want because them to have you don't to want him to. Yeah, you want him to struggle to learn. If you work hard and physically, he's so goddamn big, he just throws people around. Right. Yeah. Luckily, we have a couple of new big kids in class that so he can't do that with oh, that's anymore. Good. Yeah. So, it and that's why I have head. I have Jackson just beat the hell out of him. Yeah. Because then he starts, you know, eventually will realize, and I tell him, you're going to beat his ass one day, but not right now. Yeah. You know, I, so I you're going to struggle. Where the metaphors in jujitsu like play into like life, you know, because we say jujitsu, it's really for you know the smaller man's game or whatnot about learning leverage. But it's true, you know, if you're bigger than your partners, you know, like oh. Michael's a good example just because like I tend to roll with him, you know, more than anybody, but I outweigh him by probably 20, 30 pounds, depending on, you know, how much Chick-fil-A I've had that week. But <laughs> <laughs> professor, like he, he asked me one day, he said, uh, so I heard you've been running a, uh, a lightweight flight, uh, fight club. And so I laughed about it. I'm like, I'm not a lightweight. And then he's like, oh, you only invite the, the only lighter invite guys the lightweights. And he's like, you just like beating up the little guys. And I'm like, I mean, they're going to get something out of it, you know. But at the end of the day, it's true, though. If I end up trying to just smash them, of course I'm going to beat them. You yeah. know, like I'm just going to lay on you or whatever. Like there's certain things that, you know, I can do that you can't do just because you're not aware of the leverage yet. Right. But I have to remind myself, I don't care if it's a 114-pound girl you know, or, or if it's a 300 pound guy, like my jujitsu is the same. Again, with a 300 pound guy, I got to add some more strength, of yeah. course, but I have to keep it in my head all the time. Like you roll a certain way, yes. you know, because you have to, you have to have those core skills again, you know, right. to, and to strength is not work. a core, really, it's not, that's not jujitsu. Yeah. That's just, like Luther Libre. That's, that's catch as catch can wrestling. Yeah. I mean, there's, mm-hmm. 10% tech, 20% technique, 80% straight. Some of those holds are just like, yeah, that ain't fucking going to work unless you're a gorilla. Right. Yeah. You know, most of jujitsu is based off of leverage. Like you're saying. Yeah. And that's why, uh, Mina, you remember Mina? Yeah. 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 Well, Still talk to her. Mina. Duh. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, she was the first time I rolled with her actually first like couple like weeks of rolling with her just opened my eyes because I'm like this girl smaller than everybody in here not the person that you want to Dude, have to like I, I cannot against. wait to go visit her. I know. I'm so looking forward to next time. Like I, I, I see her and I'm able to train with her. She's yeah. Well, we're, we're, we already, I think we already looked at places out in Scottsdale to stay. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. We just have to pick a time. We have the tickets and I mean, we have the, the, we have like credit for the tickets. I gotcha. Yeah. Um, and so we're going to go out and spend a week out there and just yeah. train. So. That'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it's funny. It's like so many great people out there and I'm like, I really don't, I mean, not that I don't give a crap. It'd be great to train with the people that are out there, but I just really want to see Mina. Sure. Yeah. I mean, she's her. definitely, you know, somebody you've had, you've got that rapport with or whatnot, yeah. but, um, to get back to our question. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, your turn, man. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I'm you're sorry. good. Um, so my, my take on it, I feel the same as like what you were saying about the whole, like, Oh, you don't want to go to school. Like, yeah, you have to force your kids. You have to be, mm-hmm. you know, you're there for, um, uh, you're that rock, right. You know, yeah. like you have to be there to make those decisions that they can't make yet. Um, my take on it though, like I said, I was talking to my wife last night. Uh, you got two kids, you got an eight year old and you get a 10 year old. Um, a couple questions you have to ask yourself in this situation. Um, one being, you know, why does the 10 year old not like it? What is it that makes them want to cry when you say, Hey, it's jujitsu time. 
you know? Yeah. Do they cry about everything? Yeah, exactly. Like, is it just the, that's the reaction, you know, do they just not want to go and crying? It's like, okay. Or do they suck at jujitsu? Like, I mean, that's a legitimate question. Do they just suck at it? And they think, Oh, I'm terrible at this. I don't want to go. Cause that can be fixed. Are they getting beat up? You know, is it somebody's just like really mopping the floor with them? And it's a, it's a fear thing. It's like, I don't want to go. Cause Joey's like kicking my ass every time I go. And I'm like, you know, mentally maybe it's just like it's it's taxing on them that'd be torture <laughs> oh my god that'd be like if professor eddie was at every class exactly that's the thing <laughs> if professor eddie was the one kicking my ass every single time i would definitely say like yeah, tonight I, I don't feel like going like uh-huh. uh, okay yeah eddie's there oh, man i really don't want to get my ass kicked tonight. i could see how for me that's something that would possibly keep me from wanting to go. Now, I don't know if I'd cry necessarily. <laughs> I would. <laughs> I mean, All I can think of is five years from now, this will make me a better person. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so it's definitely one of those things like there's there's a lot of factors could be going into that. So one, why does he not want to go? Right. Two, did he choose to go or did you choose for him to go? Right. Right. So right. it says that, you know, the, the, the dad's been doing it for two years, I believe is what it said. Um, you know, did you, did you choose for your son to do this? Why is it because you want him to have something to do? Is it just like, don't sit on the couch and play video games? Is it self-defense? Like we talked about, which you and I both agree with that. You need something. You gotta have something. And you know, as you stated, like there's so many martial arts, let him try a different one, you know, maybe one that's not so much contact. I don't know. I mean, that's true. Maybe it's a contact thing. Maybe it's some kids just like to hit stuff, you know? And Mm -hmm. unfortunately we don't get to hit stuff a whole lot. Sometimes we do the like slap combat jujitsu, which is fun. And I like that a lot, but you know, maybe he wants a box. Maybe maybe he's a dick instructor too. That that is very possible. Um, so, you know, you gotta, you gotta look at all the determining factors. Um, but you know, why do you, why did you choose for them to, to get into this? Um, if it's for a self-defense thing, find something. Uh, and that rolls into my, my third point was um, use this time if they don't actually take that. Let me roll this back. If they chose to do it, you should make them stick to it for a set amount of time. Yeah, you said something about what your dad told you. Yep. When... That's, yeah, that's exactly where I was going with that. <clears throat> I played football when I was younger. In one year, I don't, I don't think it was the first year because I played football for several years. Um, at one point, I decided, kind of beginning, middle of the season, I said, I was, I was sitting on the front porch, and I might have even talked about this in our, our first podcast. I said, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to play football. Right. And my dad looked at me and said, you have to. And I'm like, I have to play football. And he's like, you have to finish what you started. I'm like, oh, that sucks. You know, <laughs> like, you're being a kid, you're like, great, what I'm stuck is, in I mean, that's an amazing like, lesson that he taught months. you. Yeah, and, and <clears throat> excuse me, looking at it now, I mean, even several years back, I, I like le- realized the lesson. It's like you have to like see things through. Because how many, how many, how many people do you know that don't have that? Oh, dude, so many kids that I know. Even growing up, it's like, mom, I hate soccer. It's like it's cool. We just spent two hundred dollars on like soccer stuff and equipment, registration right, fees. Right. But you've only been in it a week and you hate it. Yeah. All right, let's pull and, you and out. And then, and then when you really are in something toxic and you do decide to quit it, yeah. You know that you made the right decision, not not just a habit. Exactly. Yeah. You knew that like okay, there's a lot of times to quit things. Sure. Very yeah. rare. Yeah. But but at least you know you made the right that it wasn't it was a you know, your character wasn't in play in this. This was truly a right. beneficial thing to quit. Yeah. Whether this it be is... a job, a relationship, a task, or whatever. Yeah. 
Exactly. And I mean, that's a job too. That's another thing. You know, you get people that like, oh, I quit my job because my boss yelled at me. Suck it up, cupcake. Like, sure, that's not appropriate. Your <laughs> boss shouldn't yell at you, you know? But like, I've, I've known people that like, oh, like the wind blew in a different direction, so I quit my job. It's like, what are you doing now? It's like, oh, I'm just sitting at the house. It's like, well, that's your problem. Like, right, you know, but you right. can tell like, based off of the way people react, like you never had that. You never had like, you know, a mom or a dad or an uncle or somebody that said like, you know what, this sucks finish it and then after you finish it don't go do it again you know this is what um, i like about the military people don't have that yeah that is they, true they can't just quit yeah you can't just say like ah cool i'm done peace out yeah yeah <laughs> nice knowing you you don't get that luxury <laughs> um but yeah like you said i mean there's definitely times to quit things i'm not saying like you know you should right 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 but with, but that type of growing up with that mentality allows you to make that a wise decision and not a habit yes exactly um so with jiu-jitsu, it's a little different. Football, you have X amount of months. Yeah, there's no season in jiu-jitsu, no so season. how do you gauge that? So you can't say like, all right, cool, just give it till the end of the season and be done. Jiu-jitsu, let's, let's say, let, let's just, this scenario aside, because I don't know exact numbers, but let's say you sign your kid up. Kid says, hey, I want to do jiu-jitsu. Cool, you pay for a month, whatever that costs you in your area, 100 bucks, 150 bucks, whatever. That money's spent. So that kid needs to understand, I don't care if they're four, they're eight, they're 12, whatever. Even you just drop. Even if Professor Eddie's there waiting for him. <laughs> yeah, dude, they're just going to get eaten up for a month. Like, I don't, I do not care. That kid needs to understand that two things have happened. One, they've made a decision and a commitment. And then two, I've spent hard-earned money that I've been working on or my wife's been working on or whatever to allow you to do this. Right, so we're right. learning like managing money and then not wasting it and then also sticking to our commitment. So you need to tell them a month or two months, whatever it is that you or how about after your first stripe, you got to earn a stripe. Yeah. Earn a stripe, whatever. Um, cause I mean, as a kid, especially those are pretty quick. Uh, those, those kind of, yeah, yeah, if, they, if they, you yeah. show up, those rack up pretty yeah. quick because you kind of have to give them to kids. Like that's, yeah, even Eli really knows that. I I got him a his gray belt. He's he's gotten too big for. Oh, it looks yeah. like little nubbins on him. Yeah. So I ordered him another one. Goddamn same size. What? Yeah, it doesn't doesn't fit him. And so he he's so cute. He's like, hey, don't worry about it, Dad. In about three months, I'm gonna get a new belt. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> you like calculate it out. I'm like, not a, you don't go to class. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I think that's why I'm like a purple. It's what about what is it? Seven years for me, and I'm like still a purple belt, no stripes. <laughs> like you're about to get a black belt here in like a couple no, months. No, no, no. I'm way away from that. Oh, Let's no, get yeah, that straight. That's the brown belt talk. This guy right yeah. here, he's a typical brown belt. Yeah, Kicks well, ass in the gym. No, no, how many stripes no, you got no. on that thing? Well, let's not talk. No, about no, no. It. Hang on. Uh, answer the question. How many how many stripes you got on the brown belt? I don't want to disrespect anybody by saying that I shouldn't have them. So. Oh, I see. <laughs> yeah, I, no, see. I got three of them on there. Okay. So, yeah, you have three of them on there. We got our belts at the same time. I got my purple <laughs> You got your brown. I have zero stripes on my purple belt. The purple belt journey is much longer than the brown belt. Now, I do belt. agree with that. I shouldn't say yeah. I should have three to your three, but... If I'd showed up, I'd probably have one on there, I would imagine, if yeah. uh, I'd showed up the same amount of time you have. Yeah, but you That's... don't need to show up as much as I do to get better. <laughs> I have to show up three times as much for the average person. <laughs> my body's breaking down the as we talk right now. talk coming through, typical brown belt. Anyway, yeah. uh, you don't get here being young. So, uh, But... You know, uh, make make them make them stick through. Um, decide on they should. Uh, you know, if it's a month or whatever. And then uh, the last point that I'll have with that is you have an eight year old that loves it. The guy says he's been doing it two years, so obviously he loves it. Um, use that time to bond with your eight year old, right? That's something you you enjoy doing together. My wife actually brought this point up. I didn't even get to this thought process yet, but you know, she said use that as your point for you two got you you two to have something together. 
And then when that 10 year old finds something, if it's Muay Thai, if it's painting, whatever it is, like obviously, you know, you and I both agree that self-defense is a big thing and they should have something. Um, but let's say you get them in a boxing class, right? You don't like boxing. You don't want to do boxing. Who cares? When that kid comes home, hey, what did you learn? Show me your moves. Did you learn a combination yeah, today? Oh, you learned what a one-two is. Cool. Awesome. Use that time to develop that bond with the 10-year-old, yeah. right? And then uh, the second point to that was you have two kids that are very close in age. They're probably competing. Competing for your time, competing mm, to be better than the other one or yeah. whatever. There's always sibling rivalries. You know, right, I didn't grow right, up with right, a sibling right. like like that, you know, my wife did her and her brother just like, yeah, I never apart. asked him about the interaction between the two kids. Yeah. So, mm. so that's something too, that maybe, maybe it's not this particular person's situation. Maybe it's somebody yeah. else listening out there, but, um, don't just say for that 10 year old, like, okay, you don't like jujitsu. Cool. Like you go figure something out that you like. And then me and the eight year old are going to do our thing. Don't, don't cut them out just because they don't like jujitsu. Right. Right. You know, yeah. It's like, I, yeah. And on that note, mm-hmm. just for, if people are out in the same situation that I am, I make sure that, so we have our home gym here. I do spend a lot of time at Jackson, but I do make sure that I spend time with the other ones yeah. working on what the other ones need. Sometimes I'll just take Joey out and he doesn't want to roll. He just wants to hit the mitts. So we hit mitts yeah. or I'll take Eli out and I'll say, Hey, what was that move that you're having a hard time with? That's incredibly important. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's just yeah. giving that individualized time and attention. Right. I mean, like I said, it could be anything. If your kid just likes to paint and they're not, they're a pacifist and they don't like war and they don't, they don't like to, <laughs> you know, that's cool. Whatever. Yeah. I'm not here to like judge your, your kids or whatever, but you know, if that's go thing, cry in the corner yeah. and go spend time with your, no. <laughs> <laughs> don't say, all right, go paint with your mom. You know, it's like, you, you still have to, <laughs> you still have to find that time no, to be able to do. bond over you stuff, do. you know, yeah. and I, that's not about the person that yeah. like wrote in or it reminds, it kind of reminds me not that part but the spending time individually mm-hmm. um, my father-in-law used to take uh, my wife comes she has a sister and a brother mm-hmm. and apparently you know they didn't have a lot of money um and we can go on and on how much money they didn't have my wife my wife and i sometimes get in these competitions about who grew up poor <laughs> right we have yeah. all these stories <laughs> I'm like oh, I lived in a one bedroom apartment. She's like, my brother slept in a closet. <laughs> <laughs> That's a funny piss and contest, right? <laughs> we had to spend the night in our car. Well, we were homeless. You right, know, we yeah. just got yeah, a funny competition. But what her dad used to do is she would take them to he would take each one of them to McDonald's individually. Oh yeah. And he'd yeah. be like, Hey, don't tell your sister and brother. Oh, that's funny. That's <laughs> it wasn't until they were older. They, they, they find out, it. like, he did that with me. No, he did that with me. Yeah. Yeah, but I think that individual time yeah, is it, really, really important. Difference. And I, I feel bad because I didn't touch on that with uh, with this guy as a, as a response. Oh, you know, gotcha. my, my, my thing was, you know, obviously, you, as long as it's an instructor that you believe in and you got to know the personality of your son. And yeah. and kids just don't have discipline. They just they just don't have. You can't expect them to do that. So there has to be some degree of a reward system, whether For that's sure. let's go to the jiu-jitsu and do Chick-fil-A after mm-hmm. or let's go to the jiu-jitsu and you know, uh, whatever you learn that day, you and I are going to work on the next day or whether it's doing a game afterwards or maybe frequency is too high. Sure. Yeah. Burnout is, you know, I, the kids come on a couple times a week. You're, you're not, you're not trying to train them to be killers if they're attacked a month from now. Yeah. You're training them to be good people when they become adults. Right. That's exactly right. You know, you, you, you don't train a five year old there's a few five-year-olds that really will be able to defend themselves. I guarantee those five-year-olds were able to defend themselves before they were in jujitsu. Sure. It's just their personality. Just, yeah. They just have that. In them. It's, it's an investment and sometimes an investment that doesn't pay off until they're in high school. Right. But 
at least it's there when they're in high school. Exactly. And it's not missing at that point. Yeah. You know, I think the, you know, I get this from a lot of uh, parent wrestling parents are the worst. It's, it's funny. I was actually about to jump into that, but go ahead. Yeah. They are the fucking worst. Yeah. There's things that I love about wrestling and there's things I hate about wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, parents are the part that I hate about wrestling. hundred percent. Cause they just think, and I would tell parents this all the time when I was coaching wrestling, I'd say, listen, they would get like, just so inappropriate if their ch- their kids lost. Yeah. And I'm like, listen, your the way your kid wrestles now, and I know I've seen it. I've been there. Mm-hmm. They may not win a match for five years. Yeah. That does not reflect on what type of high school wrestler they're going to be. And by the and they might become a state champion. Sure. And let's get to something else. What are you trying to build here? You trying to build a way for him to get to college? Right. That probably yeah. isn't going to happen. Yeah. You can't bank what you're that. trying to build is somebody that learns how to deal with adversity. Yep. And that's what you should be happy with. People need to see it past um, the sport. Uh, oh, God. I wish I had it up right now because I would have everybody go to it. Um, there is an absolutely amazing, amazing. I hope they still have it up. So Jenna Knight mm-hmm. is a friend of mine. Um, her husband is a brown belt under Samuel Braga. Okay. They're just great people. Yeah. I mean, just just absolutely amazing people. And if you were to go to her Facebook, you would see, God darn it. I, I'm going to give them some props next time we go. For, next time we talk about kids. Because I don't know if it was her. her yeah, there it is. Okay. So if you go to their Facebook, Jenna Knight, um, she shared a memory that shows. You go ahead and describe what you see there. All right. Let's see here. Uh, this kid, I believe, has obviously lost a match. Yep. Um, you know, it's a IBJJF competition. Got uh, the kid in the Gracie Bog Gi. Yep. Um, you know, he's sitting on the edge of the mat. He has, uh, those are his parents. Yep. Yeah. Parents and a little brother. Um, Actually, I think she's a purple belt or. Oh, yeah, she? She, yeah, I think she's a purple or a brown. Oh, so the whole family trade. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the whole family. Awesome, I think that's, um, that's her really dad, cool. uh, the, I mean, her husband mm-hmm. is, I think he won uh, World's Masters in his division. Oh, nice. Yeah, Very they're cool. good. He's, they're, they're good. So they chain yeah. at uh, Joe Watson's place in Maryville, uh, but they're Samuel Braga um, jiu-jitsu guys. Gotcha. They, they come yeah. from his lineage. Okay, very cool. But yeah, so yeah, the the kid's just sitting on the side of the mat. Dad's holding his head. You can tell mom's like hand on the back. They're obviously consoling him after a loss. Um, but yeah, it's a really powerful picture. Um, it definitely shows, you know, that they're there for him. They're showing, you know, trying to talk talk to him about his loss. They're probably telling him, you know, it's like a it's a learning situation. You know, you can't. Win they are not yelling life. at him. What's up? They are not yelling at not him. Not yelling at him. Definitely yeah. like, you know, and some people might say like, oh, they're babying him. That's not babying. No. That's that's addressing a situation as it happens. And I think that's that's a teaching moment for yeah. sure. Yeah. You know, and I think how you handle that, if, if, if those parents were to be like, you know, suck it up, you lost, quit crying. Oh. You know, like that definitely puts a totally different spin on the way. I have told my kids, up. if you're going to cry when your other teammates are playing, because my kids, when they lose, mm-hmm. they don't just cry. They cry all a fucking day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, okay, that's cool. If you're going to cry anymore, bathroom. Yeah. Because you don't do that when your teammates are competing. Yeah. Oh, I've definitely cried after loss. Yeah. For sure. Then, then go mean, in the bathroom, do your thing, then come on out and cheer for your teammates. Yeah. Because I can't stand it when somebody loses and they walk around. It's like, you got teammates that are competing. You got to be in their corner. Yeah. Quit sulking for your, yeah. your self-pity. Like, yes. There's a time to cut that off. But immediately, it's kind of like trying to talk to somebody immediately after they lost. Yeah. That, that, that is bad coaching. Yeah. Don't, don't tell him what he did wrong right yeah. after. the. That's bad coaching. Exactly. It's okay to consult. It's okay to say, hey, we're here for you, especially when a young one is learning. Right. That's Definitely. a wonderful time to 
allow your children to know another argument, Mm -hmm. you know, like, how are they feeling, Joe? I don't give a fuck. I don't want them crying to their wife when they're older. I want them coming to me when it's a major problem. Now I know they don't know the difference between the two yet, so we need to help them. Mm -hmm. So you as a parent judging when the time is to intervene and say, Hey, I'm here for you. And there's no bigger time than when you lose in front of everyone, teammates, when you got coaches yelling against you and you're what? Like eight years old. Yeah. And I mean, there's, yes, that's a time when you go to them and let them know I am here for you. Yep. It's not that you have to tell me every single emotion and thought that you have. That's I don't think that's that really doesn't help somebody grow into adulthood. Yeah. That has them grow into a place that needs a safe space at their college. Exactly. Yeah. But that type of moment where you're there for your child and the I mean, come on, that's 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 almost up there with getting dumped. Yeah. In front of everyone. Right, yeah, for sure. You know, to have your parents there who are good we're not just talking, we're talking really awesome competitors and good teachers, to have them there and say Hey, we're here for you. Yeah. It's, it's powerful. Moment, I don't know the fuck sure. I was going with that, but I don't know. It's uh, I, but honestly, anyways, like, ben- I benefits, off, I guess. I, yeah, I, don't I, know. I got I, off I, track I with it too. Cause I got so sucked. So in I got to, I got to text them and see if it's okay with them for me to put that picture up on our website. Um, at some point. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, powerful picture. Definitely. For sure. Um, I, yeah. I, I think the, the, the kind of message out of all this is, you know, just it's beating adversity, you know, yeah. all, all of these kind of things all kind of, end up going with you know you got to show up you got to be there suck sometimes you lose you know and yeah. you're Ugh. either like you either lose in a, in a match like that you lose because you didn't show up yesterday you know there's all kinds of different like losing or, or sucking at jujitsu or whatever that yeah. comes in, in different forms but i mean the same reason you and i are where we're at is we just keep showing up you yeah know? maybe yeah. not as often as i would like personally but yeah. you know i keep but, showing up but you're in there for the long long haul yeah um yeah, I once had a friend, close friend of mine, Christoph Moody. I used to train with him a lot. We trained for the world championships when we were kickboxing. And mm-hmm. he's a good guy, former Navy SEAL. He's just, just a tough guy. I think he runs like triathlons or some shit like that. Oh, now. Gotcha. He's always doing something crazy. Yeah. And uh, one day he asked me a funny, I, it was such a foreign question to me. Mm-hmm. He was like, Will you ever stop training? Damn, I'm like, what? dude, I've never even thought about that. That's never even, that's not even gone in my mind. Yeah. This is my life. It's you, you. You breathe it. You eat it. It's never thought about that. Yeah. What even a weird at, question. Even in my most like down <laughs> moment, I've never thought. Yeah, I'm just gonna stop. Doing yeah, that's this. my identity, man. I'd have a meltdown if I couldn't train. Yeah. Or be a part of the sport in some way, shape, sure. or form. Coaching, like yeah. whatever. Body breaks down. Mine still works. Yeah. You're yeah. There on the, you, you can still be on the mats. Yep. Yep. Right. Absolutely. Well, listen, we're hitting about an hour and a half. Yeah, man. Um, wow, that that lasts half hour yeah <laughs> yeah so hey listen guys um uh questions um old dog old dog bjj at gmail.com old dog just like it sounds bjj at gmail.com questions concerns comments that's the place to put it i don't put the comments up on youtube i don't put comments up on the face i don't just i just don't do it because yeah. this isn't our main thing we do yeah. You know, this is just a thing on the side. And as much as we talked about how Junior Dos Santos is coming to the end of his career, we try not to talk shit. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and I don't, I don't like a platform for good or bad, you know, for really. So if you got something bad to say, email it to me. If you got something great to say, email it to me. Um, if you got a question, email it to me because we're going to end up doing more of these uh, Q and A's. And I do try to respond to them. Um, 
Uh, I may not respond right away, but I get back to the emails eventually. Sure. I yeah. didn't get back to that finger email other than we'll eventually do a YouTube video. Yeah, we gotta do video. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's too really difficult to answer. Gotta get a video. But uh, other than that, um, you yeah. know, uh, I let think us know what I, you want to hear. You know, if yeah. there's something like if you guys want to hear a white belt podcast or whatever. Like, yeah, yeah, and ideas. Sure, sure. More. We still got the wives that we got to do. Gotta do the wives, um, yeah. We're definitely. I think maybe even before that, let's get a few couple of white belts and blue belts and just do a session. Yeah, and have a talk and some drinks and um, yeah, I think that'd go be from good. there. I think yeah. a lot of good content will probably come out of that for yeah. for our listener base. Awesome. Well, hey, listen, guys, uh, thanks again. I appreciate your time, and we look forward to doing it the next time. Coach, you got anything? Just keep training. Keep training, guys.